America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. We on? We are live. Live. We have increased seizures of illegal drugs. Shortages of marijuana are now being reported. A dirty war is erupted, sanctioned by the Philippines' new president. His orders to his people and his police kill them. Damn. What the fuck? Welcome to the show. It's your boy Tim. Dave. And Dave. You and know Dave. Dave. Welcome back to Michigan, my brother. I know, man. Where it's cold. It's not that cold. It sucks. It does suck, but. Yeah, dude. Um. That was a sub pump that just went off. What is a motherfucker, dude? Scared the shit out of me. Oh, no, but uh, everything was good, man. Did you... Uh, we haven't, you know, sat down and done this for a while now. And you were on vacation. And uh, thanks for the uh, the gift. I'm going to give a shout out to this. Uh, this looks delicious. Georgia peach grilling sauce. Georgia peach. From Sand Belt Plantations. It's a good place, man. Appreciate it. What was the store you stopped at yeah, or something? It's, it's, at, it's on the plantation. We right stop there every time. It's, they got a lot of shit there. That's cool. Is that where you got the uh, palm trees from? No, we can't talk about that. That's, <laughs> that's illegal. We don't do anything illegal, no, dude. No. Never. What palm tree? No palm. I mean, I meant, I didn't mean that. I meant palm olive. Right, yeah. So... Yeah, dude. I'm happy you're back. Now, I'm going on vacation, so to everybody out there that's been listening to, uh, to The Daily Addict, we just want to tell you thanks for your patience. We have only been releasing one episode a week, and it's only because we're taking vacations and doing stuff like that, but we're trying to keep it up to date. We're trying to at least you know get it out there with the newest stories and uh, have some on the burner for you, so... Some exciting things have happened, though. We uh, had a contest uh, sponsored partly by my Poddles, and we were giving away some 14-gram Poddles with our logo on it. And um, the well, how did they win that? They had uh, they just had a retreat. Retweet. They had to retreat. 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 <laughs> they had to retweet uh, the picture that we put up on Twitter. Of the Poddles, so we're excited about that, and uh, congratulations to... Uh, uh, we got Bubbly Like Lava. Bubbly Like Lava. Clouded Judgment. Nice name. And Wayne. Good. Good for, good for them, man. It is. Try good, it out. Congratulations, you guys. We DM'd uh, all the winners, and we're going to be shipping... Our daily attic pottles across the country to the to the winners, and that's awesome. Now you can keep your pot fresh. Hopefully, you can have pot <laughs> in the state you're in. I mean, you could use these for anything: shrooms, pot, coke, whatever, man. Technically, yeah, you're probably right. They're they're they have multi uses. We were discussing some before the show that we probably. <laughs> won't discuss on the show, but congratulations to the winners. 
It was a good contest. Thanks for being active on our Twitter and getting our show out there. We've been really active on Twitter, posting all kinds of information about the drug war or the uh, stupidity of the drug war and the different drug laws. We're always putting our comments and stories and things like that. And anybody that participates, we really thank you for that too, because we need to, uh, we need to make this a statement and we need to make it a movement and we need other people to think about it. I don't think people really think about the, the ramifications of all this shit. I mean, you just see it, you see the story, you take it for face value, but are you doing anything about it? We need to do something about some we of do. this shit. We do. This, I, I was telling some coworkers today about the drug war in the Philippines because they're watching, uh, they're watching Breaking Bad, which is a great series that everybody's familiar with, where uh, Walter White or Heisenberg is a top-notch methamphetamine chef, which we cover that so much on this show. It it just relates in so many ways, and um, that's why the show is successful because it's uh, it's reflecting real life. It's art that mimics life. So, anyways, with no further ado, I think we get right into our show. This is episode number thirteen, and we have some good stories for you today. Um, we're going to start out with a story from, um, let me see here, from the USA Today. And this is a story about the police, and you've, you might have seen this story, that searched the cancer patient's hospital room for marijuana. Where is that, in Missouri? It's in Missouri. Um, the police department there, first of all, they just passed medical marijuana in Missouri. Maybe three months ago, uh, it was just recently, and the law just hasn't taken effect yet. So they pass a law, but the law doesn't pay uh, doesn't start until July fourth. So it was passed in November, and the voters overwhelmingly chose medical cannabis in Missouri, and uh, you had a guy, um, this guy here. Nolan um, Sousley. Uh, Nolan, we want to tell you, man, this this kind of treatment, I'm glad your story's out there. I'm very sorry that you're so sick. He has the uh, stage four pancreatic cancer. And he takes cannabis to manage the pain. Um, so they don't want you using opiates. No, no, they. I mean, they want them to use opiates. These, I mean, no. I'm just saying, there's there's a stigma right now of just they're trying to get everybody to stop with the opiates, right? I mean, so no matter which way you go to try to find some relief, you're fucked. Yeah, it's it's sad. It really is sad. This story blew up. We first. This is a this is a a little bit uh, older of a story here. It's not. It's it's at least a week old or so. But this story blew the fuck up, and rightfully so. And I don't have the uh, an update, but I'm sure that these officers got their ass handed to him because it's a video. It's a video of two officers going into his hospital room because the hospital heard that he was taking CBD pills 
which are still illegal there too. And even over CBD pills, they searched his room while he laid in the bed in, in, the, in the hospital room. He's recording it with his cell phone. It's like a four-minute video, five-minute video. Um, the one on US Today, USA Today is only a, a minute, but there's ones out there with the whole with the whole video. And the cops are telling them, you know, we're not going to take you to jail, but we're going to give you a fine or a citation if we find marijuana in here. That's stupid. Where is the decency? Where, where's the fucking where's the fucking outrage though, man? Why why are why are we allowed to treat people that way that are dying? You have stage four cancer and you gotta worry about getting a citation or being legally in trouble for a substance that you're choosing to relieve your pain that's legal. It just doesn't sit right with me on any level, dude. I mean, the the uh, police chief, Mark Webb, told the news that the social media backlash has included threats against the police. Um, and a bunch of questions about the department was a, uh, unable to keep up with. So that's good. That's good that this shit went viral. And they're catching some serious backlash because that is just stupidity. There's There's... There's a line that you draw where you say, it's my job. And I respect police officers for the job they do. Don't get me wrong. I think that it's a tough job. I think it's a highly underpaid job. And it takes a special individual to do that. But when it comes to the drug war and it comes to this, and it comes to somebody who's sick, um, it's just a it's just a shame and you should be punished for your for your ignorant decisions. So if this was like say the the police chief's brother would they have raided him? I mean it just I don't know, let's tweet this guy or let's call him. He's got his name right here. Unfortunately, due to HIPAA laws weren't able to comment about any specific patient. So this was the uh, statement from the hospital, of course. They just punted on it. Because well, if you read, the, the doctors actually try to stand up for him. They asked the police if they had a warrant and okay. if they're allowed to search, if they have probable cause. That's but, good. But they, get, they went ahead and did it anyways. But, I mean, if it was a private hospital, they could have just booted them out, right? These With no warrant. These kinds of stories happen. Yeah, I agree. That's good to know. That's good to know that the... That the hospital or the doctors are trying to stand up for this guy because they know how, they know they know what this guy's going through. They've seen it before, right? I mean, just unfortunate. But let's go to uh, the next thing on the agenda for the show today. We're going to talk a little bit about methamphetamine because it is a very popular, cheap, um drug that has long effects and it's used around the world people just are there's so many meth addicts that it's disturbing some of the biggest drug busts we've been covering are this drug so i've been kind of digging into this man one thing about this show is i spend a lot of extra time researching now because i want to see i want to learn about these substances i want to learn about 
addiction. I want to learn about abuse. I want to learn about history. And this is part of it is the history of meth. Um, a Japanese chemist first synthesized methamphetamine. They called it crank or crystal meth or speed back in 1893. So this drug's been around 125 years, pretty much. Is my math right on that? 1993 would be 100 years and then 7 plus 8, yeah, 125 years. Been around a long time. Uh, It was used as a medical treatment for narcolepsy, asthma, and weight loss control. So it does have medical value, believe it or not. Yeah, as long as it's not the type that you make in your kitchen with Drano and, you know. I don't think that's accurate. Do they make it with Drano? Oh, fuck yeah. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Lithium batteries, all that shit. Jesus. Like the shake method. Oh. I was going to say, it might be better than uh, that gastric bypass, dude. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying if you can use it in a controlled fashion could you are you capable like I'm learning more about addiction and addiction isn't necessarily the chemical hooks from the from the drug addiction has to do with depression and people's you know genetics and a lot of things addiction has to do with different scenarios I think we're just living in a very sad time right now in a very um, a very negative time, and that's part of it. But during World War II, the Allies and Axis powers both used the drug to keep troops awake. So after the war, meth used increasingly dramatically was uh, outlawed by the, by the United States in 1970. So it took them 77 years to outlaw it. It was okay to feed the soldiers when you wanted to keep them awake. And I'm not defending meth. It sounds like I am. But you can see the hypocrisy here is what I'm trying to uh, point out. Is that what they gave the uh, kamikazes? That is debatable. That I, I tried to find that out. So some people say that uh, crystal meth was sprinkled in the tea before the kamikaze pilots uh, for the J- Japanese would, would, you know, fly out their mission. But... That's not proven a hundred percent. That's not proven. I've I found both sides of the story. It would be interesting. It makes sense since a Japanese chemist made it, but actually he was studying in Germany. Um, there's a, there's just a lot of history. They've been trying to develop something like that. They were, you know, they were trying to do. This was a purposeful thing. I don't think this was an accidental uh, invention. So methamphetamine was difficult to make until 1919 when another Japanese chemist streamlined the process. He used phosphorus and iodine to reduce the effort, what is that, ephedrine into crystallized form, creating the first, the world's first crystal meth. So... Basically, this dude streamlined it. So, you you know, you use those chemicals right there. Use phosphorus and iodine. Here, I got the chemicals if you want to make it at home. So, you got lithium from batteries, red phosphorus, ammonia, paint thinner, iodine crystals, drain cleaner, battery acid. Jesus, man. What happened to Sudafed? (laughs) 
Well, that's that's one of them too. But I mean, you. So, do you have to use all those, or do you use a combination of those? You use or a do combination. You... If you don't have something, you can always just substitute look under your, it. Look under your cabinet of your kitchen and throw something else in there. You're shitting me. No, that's why I'm saying if it's made by a manufacturer, maybe. Maybe well, it, it wouldn't be as bad, but the way that they're trying, people are trying to make it at home is not good. No, it doesn't sound good. No, I mean you're putting. Sounds yeah. like a fucking horror story, man. Like so, so, like something you'd do to torture somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm pouring Drano down your throat, then I'm gonna hit you with iodine. I'm gonna fuck you up with some phosphorus. You know, like a mob story, dude. I'm I mean, gonna force gotta... this down your throat. Antifreeze, lantern fuel, acetone, fertilizers. Wow. So there's different types of of crystal meth, and um, some of them are controlled. Some of them are, um, they have methamphetamine hydrochloride marketed as desoxin, and it's actually a controlled substance to treat ADD or ADHD and obesity. Adderall is an amphetamine, and Ritalin is a methamphetamine, and they're related to methamphetamines, dude. Did you know that? No. Adderall and Ritalin are both like a like. I don't know if they're like a molecule away from methamphetamine or what, but they're all in the same like family of drug there. And uh, crystal meth is a solid crystalline form of the drug. And it looks like shards of glass or clear white rocks. Pretty. It's often smoked or snorted. Smoking the drug can quickly elevate levels of methamphetamine, 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 yeah, in the brain. And it gives users a rapid, intense high, making crystal meth both more addictive and potentially more powerful and harmful than other drugs. So smoking it really fucks you up, apparently. Um, it can be snorted or dissolved in water and ejected. Injected. Um, so they started using it back in the day. They used it in an inhaler. They had different types of it to use it for nasal nasal congestion. Um, Benzedrine is in pill form for narcolepsy. In World War II, the German pharmaceutical company Temmler marketed methamphetamine tablets as non-prescription drug under the brand name Pervitin. And it triggers a response in the body that's similar to adrenaline, heightening alertness and willingness to take risks. Um, Japanese, U.S., British, and German Army personnel are reported to have used the stimulant to enhance endurance and ward off fatigue on long campaigns. And right here, so this is on the History Channel website, by the way. Kamikaze pilots received high doses of Pervitin before suicide flight missions. Japanese factory workers also used methamphetamine to work longer hours. And the German army ordered frontline soldiers and fighter pilots to take military-issued stimulants that contained a combination of methamphetamine and cocaine. Man, the Germans didn't fuck around. No wonder. 
No wonder them Blitzkriegs were so fucking potent, dude. <laughs> hey. Oh, that's Japanese. How do Germans talk? <laughs> Methamphetamine. Cocaine. Cocaine. That's crazy. So they went they went ape shit, man. They they were doing meth and coke. I bet you guys didn't know that. How many people know that? So we talk about this a lot. We talk about the addiction, but it's a serious drug and it should not be abused. You should not be addicted to this drug. It will fuck you up and I'll tell you how. Over time, the brain develops tolerance to the drug and the user needs to take higher and higher doses to achieve the same pleasurable effects. Um, That's like any drug though, isn't it? It is. Some users report getting hooked after trying once, but I think I'm not so sold on that theory anymore, honestly. Um, meth addiction can cause serious changes in brain in the brain, including paranoia, hallucinations, and delusions. Um, the feeling of insects creeping on, under your skin. That would explain the sores. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you think... Uh... This drug should be illegal. It's not working being illegal. Well, I know. So the answer is yes. I don't think it should be illegal, but how legal, I don't know. Or how you would do that, I don't know. But I don't think it being illegal is helping. So it's a fucked up drug, though. I'll give you that. You get a, you get a condition known as meth mouth where you experience severe weight loss and you have your teeth rotting. That's like the same as a Mountain Dew mouth down south. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. One could argue that Mountain Dew may be as dangerous as meth if you drink enough of it. What if you drank literally five, two liters of fucking Mountain Dew a day? Would your skin be mushy? (laughs) Mushy. It sounds to me like, it seems to me that you would have some hell of a fucking side effects if you drank that fucking glowing green fluid for fucking 10 hours. What if it made you high like meth? Shoot it up. Maybe they made it. Maybe they made Mountain Dew with meth to begin with, and then it became illegal like Coke and Coca-Cola. That's possible. We should start that rumor. We should. It. You know what? You start a rumor like that, and... Uh, Next thing you know, you have no teeth. Next thing you know, you got meth mouth. Mountain Dew mouth. I think yeah. if... Uh, um meth was made properly i don't think it would be as bad if it was more pure if it was more pure wasn't made with drano and all that bullshit because obviously back in these older days i mean they used it for a lot of shit and it worked i wonder who like the most famous person from back then was that was a meth head like marilyn monroe or some shit like that you know what i mean who what if it came out later like Babe Ruth did meth? You know, <laughs> he only did it on Saturdays, you know? Well, he didn't because obviously it was a weight loss drug, too. Well, true. True. Well, I'm just, like that Hit- was a bad example. I bet but you I'm like trying Hitler to, and shit used it. Probably because he had like psychosis and shit. He was crazy, dude. So, he so probably you're blaming did. that craziness on meth? 
I don't know, all kinds of shit. Dude, they did coke and meth. They mixed it together. So? What do you mean, so? It was pure back then. It may have been pure. Oh, it was. They didn't have Drano back in the fucking 40s. They had, true. Or lithium batteries. You make good points. I can't argue with you. <laughs> <laughs> you make good points. I can't argue. You didn't argue. have people in the 40s shaking Gatorade bottles around, you know. There was no Gatorade. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It, they was, were, all, it was all Haterade they back were, then. They were doing it in... They were doing it in milk bottles and shit. Glass milk bottles. <laughs> That's why that shit looked like fucking ice. So check this out, man. Um, methamphetamine in 2006, the United Nations called it the most abused hard drug on earth. I believe that, dude. Think about all the biggest. Think about all the news we cover. In these next couple episodes that we cover, meth is meth is a huge topic and that's why we're studying it a little bit because we want to know this shit you know um the use has declined over the last decade in the united states roughly 1.2 million people reported using meth back in 2011 so it declined that's not as bad as the philippines dude because they got 3 million in a 100 million population and we only got 1.2 in a I mean, eventually all drug use, like meth and stuff, is all going to decline because they can't live forever. True. I mean, that's just a... Yeah, but there's always going to be an addiction problem because of the emptiness that people feel, especially with technology gaining and uh, social networking and all that. Uh, People are feeling like they have to keep up with a certain standard. And people are getting together less and doing less together socially. So Twitter's down. Let's do some meth. Twitter's down. And when Twitter's up and going, that's what I'm talking about. When you have oh. when you have all the negativity coming across there. and I think it contributes a little bit. I don't know how much. I'm not going to say it's like a big factor. But don't you think there's a lot of depressed people nowadays? I think, yes. I think a lot of it's to do... Uh... Nowadays, since everything's reported on the news, back in the old, I mean, olden days, you didn't news was delivered by paper and shit. So a lot of the shit didn't get reported. You didn't know about a lot of the happenings around the world. But now I think that everybody knows about everything instantaneously. It's it's like damn, people are recording that shit while it's happening and sending it out there. No filter, filterless, filterless. Which is, I guess, do you really want to know the truth? You know what I mean? Like, do you want to live in your own world where you control everything and everything's great and you can keep a positive attitude? Or do you want to see what's going on in the rest of the world and take in all that negativity? Most of it you can't change anyway. Right. You know, you can only pick like maybe one fucking cause. You're not going to be able to go out there and help everybody in the world. So, you know, why pay attention to it? It's tough. Life is fucking tough, dude. It's a struggle. And uh, anybody says it's easy is full of shit. Or rich. Even rich. Even rich people got it fucked. There's a lot of people. I bet you there's a lot of rich people on meth. Oh, there probably is. I bet you there is. Maybe not. Any people that that we could find. (laughs) 
I'd love to have somebody that I'm, somebody hooked on meth. That if you're on meth and you're wealthy, hit us up. If you can use meth responsibly, hit us up. Because obviously it, it was prescribed at one point, and all the soldiers in the war seemed to take it, and I mean, they they didn't become all all addicts like that. It kind of still is prescribed in a certain way. I mean, Adderall and all that stuff. I mean, that's it's, all a side spin. Yeah, know. and Adderall's huge. Many, many people use Adderall. Um, I just put one in my ear. Does it work better like that? Huh? Huh? Hmm? <laughs> hmm? All right, let's see what's going on here. All right, let's get on to the next fucking subject here. Let's get on the next story. Fuck talking about meth. We did learn a lot about it, though. I didn't know all that shit. I, I just learned it. I didn't it. know either. You witnessed that. Right on this show, me learning something. So, But I did know that you can make that shit with just about any damn... And you were right. Anything under your sink, man. We're going to talk about a, a Russian drug that's nastier than meth. Oof. And uh, it's actually known as crocodile, Russian magic, poor man's heroin, or zombie drug. You ever see the pictures of that, people? I did see the pictures of that, and it's not the drug that does that. It's the infection caused by shooting it up. All oh, right, but it's but of... it makes them look like crocodile skin because they call oh, it. Did you ever see the ones that they they're just bone? Oh, no. Oh, you should. Their arms are just bone. Yeah, just bone. The skin just like rots off, man. Wherever they shoot it up. All right, I'm game. I'm ready Google to look. Shit, I am man. right now. Wherever they shoot it up. Their skin just rots off, man. Their skin, their muscle, it's just white bone. But, man, it's... Crocodile pictures. Okay. We're going to do this, Dave. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. Oh, my God. So, truthfully... If you if you've seen someone like that, would you still use that drug? Well, it's not really yeah, it's the drug, but it's shooting it up and getting the uh flesh eating bacteria. Right. Is, but is, it all stems back to using that drug though. It does. It's called the zombie drug. I mean you're does. you're shooting diesel into you, dude. That's not made to be in your blood. Oh man, I shouldn't have looked at that. Please anybody, don't look up do not look up crocodile no that's like the the best anti-drug thing man is this Look is on, it up. this is on drugs.com and it's uh k-r-o-k-o-d-i-l and this is a russian drug um and it's also known as uh desomorphine okay it's like heroin and other opioids it has a sed- uh, sedative and um it's highly addictive and those who inject this, the caustic agents in their veins can develop extreme skin ulcerations, infections, and gangrene. Mm. Um, so they have a scale-like skin that resembles a crocodile, hence the street name crocodile. Or no skin. Russian magic or zombie drug. It's reported to contain desomorphine, a synthetic morphine analog synthesized in the 1930s. Due to illicit home-based manufacturing, it may contain other known unknown ingredients. 
Um, I read I read somewhere that they uh, like the the base of it's from diesel fuel. That's very possible. Huh. Wow, it has no accepted medical use, so it's it's that bad. It's horrible. Even meth has medical use. Like I'm pro drug, but not on this scale though. This is just man. I I gotta agree with you on that one, dude. I don't know how you would. I don't know how you could look at this drug and what it does to people and say that you would legalize it. Even someone who's against a drug war, um, I would just post. I would just put this shit on fucking freeway advertisement, fucking billboards, dude. Because you take one look at this shit, you'll never try it. Yeah, they use organic solvents such as gasoline, paint thinner, and lighter fluid. Uh. Iodine, hydrochloric acid, red phosphorus that are used for matches. And uh, they use a homemade synthesis. These dangerous chemicals are always are not always fully cooked out of the concoction. Um, crocodile refers to chlorocrocodine, a codeine derivative and a synthetic path to desomorphine. So there's lots of side effects. Um, it's a fast-acting drug within two to three minutes and 10 to 15 times more potent than morphine. It's three times as toxic. So this is... Uh, I wonder how many Russians are addicted to this thing. Well, it, it was enough that I've seen a documentary... About just this specific drug, man. It was like on Drugs, Inc. or something. So it must have been... I mean, ugh, that's a bad, bad drug. So do you think this is uh, something that was caused because... Was was made, what's it? It's made in the 1930s. But why would... Because it's cheap, you can make it at home out of stuff that's the main reason yeah, just like meth this is one of those things that if you think people had some pure cocaine or some drugs that were made with quality and um you know with the best techniques for for um you know cleansliness and the least amount of side effects to your body do you think if they had drugs available, basically, drugs like this wouldn't exist? That's the that's basically what I'm trying to say. I believe so. I hope so. I mean, because if somebody wants to use a drug, they're going to use it. We might as well make it safe for them, you know? I think we already established if it's a plant-derived drug, it's probably something that can be managed. Right. But if it's derived from all this, from petroleum and shit <laughs> like that, you're just... Setting yourself up for something nasty. Speaking of that, our next story is on foxnews.com, and it's about fentanyl. It's a game changer in the drug war, says the DEA specialist. So two major fentanyl busts in New York and New City, and New York, wait, New York and New Jersey. Sorry about that. Are bringing, Joyzy, are bringing more attention to the growing opioid epidemic gripping America. So it's not that big of a fuck i mean it's an epidemic yes but quit scaring people with your bullshit fox um we're seeing more fentanyl come into the city um than ever 
It's just nonstop. And it's a story that we actually covered when the DEA confiscated 20 kilos of fentanyl at, at a truck stop. Um, they also had enough to where they found it in this dresser. Um, but they, they found enough to kill enough to kill 10 million people throughout the city. Um, fentanyl is a synthetic form, uh, of opioid that's very strong and you only need. So they, they measure it in micro doses. So if you can imagine just the smallest pinch can, you can overdose from like a couple grains of sand. A little more than that. Probably like... Uh, depends if it's the cheap Chinese fentanyl. It probably does depend on the on the, on the, on the quality of it. But, um, yeah. When you're, when you're saying here, when you're sitting here and you got a DEA agent that's on Fox saying that fentanyl is a game changer, what he's talking about is it's so cheap to make. It's so easy to ship in one like cup full can get like, you know, thousands of people high. So all you need, you know, it's so easy to smuggle in. You don't need to smuggle in tons, like kilos and kilos of it. You know, imagine how much you could fit in this pottle. Yeah. Yeah. You could probably fit a lot in there. Not and to kill a whole state. Probably. they just make it you know it is a problem and everything but they just make it seem like their efforts are saving so many lives and really at the end of the chain of events they're ruining a lot of lives as well that's what they're not telling you is it's a hypocritical war that is never going to be won the way you're fighting it. I tweeted something out there that said Did you say fighting? I'm fighting. <laughs> I'm not fighting. It's like a New York way of saying I'm farting. We're fighting? We're fighting? We're fighting. <laughs> no, we're fighting this war the wrong way. Because even the most secure prisons can smuggle drugs in there. You know it as well as I do. You have a max, a maximum security prison, and there's drugs. They can make their own drugs. They smuggle in their own drugs. It happens. So why do you think you can stop drugs from flowing into a country with 3,500 miles of border? You can't. You know, why do you think that's a smart idea? I understand you think you're getting it off the street, but you're really not. You're really not. Um, and that's data proving that. That's not my opinion. D-A-T-A. Yeah. Let's go to this next story about uh, a drug bust in Oklahoma. This is by another Fox affiliate, number 23 News. Three people arrested after after Oklahoma police find more than 28 gallons of liquid methamphetamine. Huh. And this is in Tulsa. 
22-year-old Eduardo Villa Alvarez and Jose Manuel Soto Ochoa. <laughs> That's awesome. I, uh, thank you. The next one is hard. Christina Deve Mendoza Zambarno. After finding 28 gallons of liquid amphetamine. According to the affidavit, the officer stopped as she was driving between um, Mendoza Zambarno between Purcell and Paul's Valley. The vehicle being driven by one of them had a quarter-proof tracking device. Was traveling from Mesquite, Texas. Oh, so this was—they didn't have no fancy name for this operation. No, not in Oklahoma. Operation Liquid Meth. Operation Stop the Juice. Stop the Juice. Track the so gallons. He had a court-approved tracking device. So was he like on like GPS tether or something? I mean, I I don't get how you could be so stupid if you were on a court-approved tracking device. If that's the case, if. They were on tether and they were traveling with twenty eight gallons of meth. Uh, that would be stupid on their part. I don't. I don't know what the court approved tracking device is, but you should have. You know, the best way to smuggle that right here. My idea on that. Your ass. Oh, that'd be so hard, but <laughs> not impossible. I'm sure there's people that can put twenty eight gallons of something up there <laughs> in their fucking colon. Oh, oh man! But honestly, you could have had you could have had like a, a dummy gas tank or something. You know that's old. That's, that's old. old smuggling methods, man. They worked. They fucking worked. Well, with all of our awesome ideas with drones and all that shit, and you're gonna come up with some bullshit gas tank. <laughs> We're going reverse here, or man. What's, I'm an old up, school dude? type of dude. I'm an old school. Okay, so what's what are other ways they could they could have, you know what they should have done? They should have fucking put it in like Red Bull cans and exactly. act like Dew. they were delivering. It. Yeah, Mountain Dew. Okay. Hell yeah, something. Is that better? Yeah, I thought the gas tank worked good though. I think you just send a big old milk truck through with it, just full. Fuck it. Look at all this clear milk we got. <laughs> oh, I mean, you tint it with some <coughs> flour or something. That's great. So, once again, here we go with methamphetamine and uh, liquid. So, they are facing a lot of charges. They're fined up to, this is the thing, each suspect can be imprisoned for life and fined up to $10 million dollars. So the conviction on either count would result in mandatory minimum of 10 years. What do you think about that? 10 years? 10 years for 28 gallons of meth. That's worth it. Fuck, man. I don't think I don't think imprisoning these young people are going to do anything. There's somebody else to take that meth across from Texas to Oklahoma, I guarantee it. I mean, most of the time what I read is They'll send, like, 10 vehicles through. They know 40% of them are going to get caught. I mean, so you're getting so much through anyways that it's just, 
I don't know. And if they're doing, if they're covering their bases and they're doing the milk, bread bowl, <laughs> and fucking Mountain Dew thing, right? Yeah, they're never gonna get That's caught. a free one. Just don't wear a tether when you're smuggling drugs. <laughs> Cut that shit off. I know. Get off papers first, man. You can cover that shit with foil or something. This is bullshit. Last story of the show coming dun, dun, from dun. Channel 6. Dun, dun, dun. WBRC. Dun, dun, dun. More than 1,000 pounds of marijuana. Part of the I-59-20 drug bust. You know what? Back in the day, you'd see like a thousand pounds. You'd be like, "Holy shit!" But it's like that's little now, man. That ain't shit, yeah. But check out what he had, dude. He had a thousand pounds of marijuana and eleven thousand THC vape car- vapor cartridges. This is probably one of them people on Twitter that be trying to sell that shit. Oh, they hit you up all day long. Fuck yeah. People just have no, and that don't you think that's risky? It's very risky, and I'm pretty sure most of it's probably a scam. I think it's either I mean, a you're scam. You're going to report to the police, hey, I tried to buy some some uh, some pills on Twitter. I would never do that, and I don't know who would. But I would say that you got to be have balls. Balls. Hard as fucking rocks to do that, man, to a stranger. So rock hard well, balls. Well, they see our Twitter account. <laughs> They see our Twitter account and they probably think not only rock hard balls, but <laughs> these guys have a drug show. We could probably sell them drugs. Yeah. It, it, they hit us up. All, I, I was going through our DMs and we get hit up quite a bit. I always tell them they can just send it for free, but nobody wants to. No, man. nobody wants to send samples. I mean, samples are appreciated. Yes. Yes. If they teamed up with Pottles. They could sit, yeah. They could send samples that were in puddles. Couldn't be smelled. Damn. Stay fresh. Mic drop. Boom. So this guy, forty-seven-year-old Min Day. Min Day. That's his whole name. Min. Min Day. Day. Um, Let's say it together. Min Day was driving north when members of the uh, task force stopped him. So this might be one of those corridors. This was in Alabama, by the way, which I'm going to be driving through Alabama. You taking anything with you? Sweet home Alabama. I said that song around. Sweet home Alabama. <laughs> yeah, you fucked that song up. I fixed it. But um, yeah, I'm taking I'm taking some things with Couple me. Couple gallons of meth. Nah. You should. Well, I got that fake. Gas tank installed, but you got me second guessing it now. Yeah, I wouldn't go with the gas tank, man. Um, you know, speaking of that, when I was younger, we got some weed, and it tasted exactly like gas, and then we had some that tasted exactly like rubber. So I'm assuming they used your method. One, they put them in the gas tank, and then maybe some spare tires. Yeah, they shipped it a lot and when they, it came from down south and yeah. all ki- in, in the vehicle, whatever right. way. I told you the story about the drive shaft, right? Yeah. So those of you that are not familiar, the drive shaft under the car runs from the transmission to the axle. It's long, tube of steel. Hard. Hard. <laughs> long, hard tube of steel. And they would shove weed in there and pack it in. And that's genius. It is. Who's going to check inside the drive shaft? 
it's hard. Yeah. Even if the dog smelled it, what are you going to do? Weld? You're going to get the plasma cutter out? Uh, hey, if that shit worked, man. But they, it's not, I don't know. Is it even worth to try to smuggle weed in anymore, man? Yeah, it is. Because places. Dirt weed? No. Who the fuck buys that not, bullshit? Well. Seeds and. That's all about supply and demand and all that shit. But you can go like, all right. So like Florida, for example. The last time I was in Florida, they just passed medical marijuana, but they could only get one strain, which was a CBD strain called Charlotte's Web. That's all they were allowed to buy. And everybody was, and you had to go like to a legitimate doctor. They didn't have like Dr. Feelgoods that you could just, you know, you had to go get treated and get this. So now the game down there has picked up a little bit. They can have more strains than Charlotte's Web. But it's still a state where people don't have access to high quality marijuana. So there's people that take marijuana down there. It go. I mean, yeah, there's st- it's still lucrative. I mean, in some places, even, you know, even the dirty weed. I'm not sure. Like I said, it depends. I haven't seen any. Like I don't see anybody flaunting around. Look at this fucking shit with the seeds. No brown fucking Mexican. Look at this shit, man. Have you? I mean, seriously, like in the last, let's say, three years. I would say it's been about five years since I've heard any or seen any of that quality. And that's only because it was like really super cheap. Right. When somebody was like, one of my friends was like, you know, I'm not going to pay 215 ounce. I can get this for 75 an ounce. And it it does the trick. And I'm like. Smoke four times as much. That and you don't know what they spray on that shit. Like that brown brick weed from Mexico and South America when they used to ship it up here, you know, to keep the bugs off and so you don't know what they did. You don't know and then no. like you said, the one smelled like gas and one smelled like rubber. You don't know how they shipped it, you don't know how they stored it. It's a gamble smoking that. I'm surprised we're still alive. Like yeah. I'm still here because sometimes it would smell like orange peels, sometimes it would smell like diesel. And you just smoke it anyway. Yeah. You give a fuck. Didn't give a fuck. Young and dumb and all that. But, so, 1,000 pounds of marijuana, 11,000 cartridges, Oklahoma, or in Alabama. So, how illegal is marijuana in Alabama? Is it very illegal? I have no idea. Sounds like it is. I just still can't believe they're wasting money busting for weed, man. I know. What the fuck? They should be going after this fucking meth and the crocodile. Yeah. The shit that actually harms people, man. I mean, I don't hear anybody with, with like, a, like, cancer or something that's, you know, meth is helping them. I mean, that would probably hurt you more. I don't know, man. There's so many, I don't know, weeds, like, there's so many, so much shit that it helps. The, The government, the government sees that it probably starts cutting into their, their pockets, the feds anyways, the states are starting to see that it has benefits not only to people but to the state itself. Yeah, dude. I there is you're exactly right. There's many, many, many benefits and there's some, you know, there's some also some cons to marijuana too. Um I think they're minor. Um they just linked a a study linked it to psychosis if you that's smoke bullshit. every day and heavy every day. But I think that's from people that were going to have psychosis anyway. If it's you, the same. If you actually read into that study, yeah, it's not even 
They don't even say it caused it. They say it, it's a possibility. Okay. But they also said, uh, um, like Adderall and shit also causes psychosis. So, but you're probably right. If it's already in their DNA or whatever, I mean, it's, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. So I just looked it up. Alabama has no marijuana decriminalization or legalization laws at all. So it'll be lucrative to put some Mexican weed in there. Yeah, they'll take anything right now. That guy had a 1,000 pounds and a bunch of cartridges. And the sad thing, he was probably going through because he's coming from, where was he coming from? Um, He was going through there. Let me see. They're not saying, but they're going to destroy it. They're going to. They're going to destroy it all by, you know, in the same week. They destroyed all that shit. I don't know. The thing is, the major corridors in these states where it's illegal, you have to pay attention to that. They target vehicles from out of state. It would be very advantageous and smart if you're transporting illegal drugs through a state that where, where they are illegal that you have a license plate for that state so you're not targeted. They do the same thing in Tennessee. They do the same thing on 75 all the way going down. I mean, they stick a lot of these uh, police departments and uh, law enforcement agencies depend on these busts and the, the money derived from it. Like when they catch you with cash, they keep the cash. They burn the drugs, but they keep the cash. They auction the car. We'll talk about that in next episode. I think we have something about them auctioning the cars, auctioning, auctioning the uh, possessions of the drug dealers. So there's something in it for them too, other than, you know, the uh, the same old adage, uh, you know, we're taking, we're saving lives and all that stuff, especially with marijuana. You're not saving any lives because it's never killed anybody. Just in your drug war, it's killed somebody. Am I getting fired up over that shit? A little bit. All right. That's all right. Everybody should get fired up over it. It's just weed, man. Just weed. Speaking of which. Gotta go pull some weeds. I think it's about time. Hey, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. Watch out for episode 14 coming your way. On four. Already 14. Either 13 or 14 or whatever. It's over 10. We're well over 10, yeah.